So, what's up everybody? Welcome to the, today's episode of Toxic Vibe with Kales. And, yeah, so, I didn't have plans on recording an episode today. I was going to try to do it like every Monday. But, um, I've been sitting in bed today because I called off work because I had a lot on my mind and I didn't feel like going to work. Hashtag mental health day. And... I realized that I have a lot of insecurities or whatever, but backtrack. The reason I started this podcast is because I want to, uh, how can I put it? I want this to be a audio journal of my journey and my spiritual journey, basically. Of my growth and my spiritual journey. That's the best way I can put it. I want this to be a audio journal of my growth and my spiritual journey. So it's basically just going to be me talking to myself, which I do any fucking way. But me actually recording myself talking to myself. So hopefully you guys don't think it's weird. But I've been doing a lot of thinking today, and I realized that I have a lot of anxieties. Is that a fucking word, anxieties? But I have a lot of a lot of anxiety, and a lot of insecurities and fears. So it's basically just gonna be me talking about it today. And if I start crying, then log off for me. I'm kidding. If I start crying, then I start crying. But so yeah, let's get into it. I have, number one, I have this thing where I strive to be perfect. And it's really, it's really hitting me now that I'm in college. And now that I'm on my own, I'm really starting to recognize it. That I try to be perfect in like, every area of my life what i mean finances education social life like i'm trying my best to to be perfect like to be to be it to have like no mistakes and i've been <laughs> ooh. I've been doing a lot of thinking, and this is no shade to my family, no shade to my parents. Like, they did their best. They did their best not knowing anything. But it goes all the way down to my childhood and my childhood trauma. So, compared to my other cousins, no shade to them either. But I was a smart one, especially out of my my closest cousin, closest and eighth cousin, we're only nine days apart, he know who he is, but compared to him, I was the academic child, and he was the athletic one, I did not do any sports, he had that in the bag, bitch, I cannot take that away from him, but I was, I was smart, but smart, I was the nerd, the geek of the family. And 
I recognized it when I was in third grade or whatever because I was doing I was in third grade but I was more advanced in math than the average third grader so I will leave my class my third grade class to go do math with these four fifth graders and no shade to my parent no shade to my mom but of course, he would brag about it to like other family members. But like, oh well, you know, Kelvin, he's doing the math with fourth and fifth graders. Like, my baby's smart. Like, all this other stuff. And I have a memory of that happening. But of course, they was like, oh, that's good. Like, good for you, you out there. You're being smart. So that was a little glimpse of it. But it continued to snowball into middle school years where I was, once again, I'm a smart bitch. So I was doing, it was called AAP or whatever back in the day. I was doing AAP classes and I was getting, bitch, all A's. Like, okay, now bitch tell me I was stupid. I was smart as fuck. And I was in advanced classes in middle school and I was also doing band so I started getting I got this letter to do like I don't know what the fuck it was it was some shit or whatever I can go meet like the president or something and um some senator something was doing with politics back in the day and I needed to raise money for it so of course my mom wanted me to take the fucking letter to some cookout that I had, that they had at my grandma's house. I remember this fucking day. And we were talking, well, they were talking about it. And I was like, oh my God, Kevin, go get that letter from out the car. I got the letter from out the car. And the look on my cousin's face when we started talking about it, I don't want to say it was resentment, but like, no shade to him, because I would have been resentful too. Like, goddamn, like, every fucking time he come around, they're always talking about him and his fucking academics. Like, fuck. Like, shut the fuck up, nigga. Like, we understand you're fucking smart. I would have been resentful too. But I don't want to say it was like resentment, but like, it looked like resentment. And I seen it back then. I was in middle school, by the way. So I remember this, like, clearly. And we was outside in the back of her house. And once that point in time hit, I realized that, okay, I have to keep this up. Like, they're banking on me to make it out of here and do big things. So that started to snowball into high school years. And I started getting more into band because I... Music is a passion of mine. I started getting more into band. So I started doing band in high school. And also in high school, I started doing JRTC. But my grade started to slip. My grade started to slip in the eighth grade. And of course, the family found out, found out about that as well. And it was like, uh-uh, what you doing? Like, you can't be out here slipping like... You said you wanted to do this, wanted to do that. Like, we're banking on you. 
all this other stuff like and back in the day I want I wanted to be a doctor I still want to be a doctor at this moment but I was telling them like my dream is to be a doctor like and they was like well you can't be a doctor with no C's and stuff like that meanwhile it's a fucking C like girl thinking about it girl it's just a C it's a C and I think we was running the oh, we was running like the old like greatest system so like a C was a fucking like 82. Girl, I had an 82. Calm it down. But, yeah, so I was doing that or whatever. My grades aren't to slip in eighth grade because I was freshing myself out. And I didn't realize it until, like, today when I was thinking about it. I was freshing myself out. I was trying my best to do, to be too perfect. And then I also found a new passion with was band, and that started to consume me as well. Like, I didn't. I didn't give a fuck about academics when I was in music. Like, that was, that was it for me. So, move forward to high school. My grades are at the slip. And I didn't want to do advanced classes no more. Like, I didn't want to be in those classes. So, I took myself out of those classes. The school took me out, out of some of them too, because I transferred middle schools or whatever from District 1 to District 2. And they had different requirements for advanced classes. No shade to District 1 or District 2, but their requirements were different, so I didn't fit the advanced class requirements for District 2, so they put me into lower classes or whatever, which was fucking fine with me. I won't say I hated advanced classes, but I fucking hated it or whatever. Hated it. So, move forward to high school. I was doing band and RTC my ninth. 10th and 11th grade year and my grades were average I was still in like the top 25% of my class or whatever but on top of that I was doing two extracurricular courses so of course my grades weren't the same and of course I still got that whole little uh uh your grades slipping and all this other stuff and then on top of that I was going through a lot personally like me recognizing that I was gay and those three years ninth, 10th and 11th grade year I was going through it mentally like in my head I did not want to be gay I I was I was a church kid by the way I grew up in the church uh, New Samaritan I was going there then after that my mom married a whole fucking church man too. So <laughs> I was I was scared to be gay because of course in the black community, especially in like the Christian black community, being gay is wrong. And I grew up I don't wanna say it's not the hood, but like the hood. Or whatever, like there was pop popping guns or whatever. Wasn't not part of that, but it was the ghetto I grew up there and I tried my best to hide my gayness so of course I was dating this girl and she didn't work out she's my best friend now shout out to her but I was dealing with that so my grades started to slip I wasn't doing as good as I was doing back in the day with Ben and JRTC so the family was like uh-uh, what's going on with you? Like, 
what's wrong with you? Your grades aren't to fall, like, or whatever. And meanwhile, of course, in the back of my head, I was like, I have to be perfect because I have to make it out of here. Like, I can't slip like I'm sleeping right now because the family's counting on me. So, I was dealing with all of that and still trying to be number one, in a sense. So, calm down. So, I started to burn out. But, throughout time, I got better at hiding it because I wasn't dealing with it. I got better at hiding it. So, my grades started to go back up. Of course, the family seen it. They was like, oh, well, you're doing good again. Meanwhile, I'm a depressed, sad bitch inside. But my grades started to go up. That's all they seen. That's all they was going to see because I wasn't letting nobody in. No offense to my parents or anything, but talking about our emotions wasn't really a thing or whatever. So, that's all they was going to see. They were seeing me being that perfect boy again. Had to keep up that image. So, 12th grade year, I finally came out, or whatever. Um, I didn't give a fuck no more. And I was doing, I finally came out, but I was still dealing with being gay, if that makes sense. Like, I was out, but of course, I was still, like, processing coming out. So, I want to say it wasn't on my mind still, but it wasn't, it wasn't as bad as it was. Be trying to hide it. But... In my extracurriculars, I was being pushed into the spotlight. So, band my senior year, 12th grade year, I was a drum major. Uh, senior year of JRTC, I was a company commander. And senior year, I also added on track because, ooh, child, that was, that was a story. But I added on track or whatever. So, I was doing all three of those things. I was so worried about college, what I'm doing after high school, and everything else. And so, and my grades. But, of course, everything was fine. I was still that perfect kid to my family. But, I realized that I had a... I realized I was a profession professionalist, however the fuck you say it, a bitch that wanted to be perfect in high school, and I realized that my senior year, because my first sergeant and my XO in JRTC called me out on it, they was like, damn, Kelvin, you don't give us no fucking work, and I was like, the fuck you guys talking about, they was like, you don't give us nothing to do, like, you do everything, and I was, I was doing every fucking thing, when I say everything, Bitch, I was making, I was doing the roster, bitch. I was printing out, like, I was printing out expressions. It, damn, we're going to talk about that, too. I was printing out, <laughs> we're going to talk about my list later. I was printing, damn, nigga, speak. I was printing out expressions, damn. <laughs> this is so funny, and I'm trying my best not to cry, because I'm trying my best to get this fucking word out. But we're not going to say it. I was printing out fucking forms or whatever. Because I clearly, clearly cannot say the fucking word. But I was printing those out. And um, 
Bitch, I was just doing everything. I was running the motherfucking show. And I didn't allow my first sergeant and my ex to do anything. So they wasn't growing. So, of course, they fought me for work. And I realized that I need to start delegating my work because I got in trouble with my teacher because some stuff was wrong. And I didn't like to get in trouble because, of course, I wanted to be perfect. So I got in trouble for that. He was like, start giving your XO and first sergeant work to do. After that, everything ran smoothly. But the whole my whole little childhood like scene or whatever is to give you guys an idea of me striving to be perfect and why I have this trauma now of me trying to be perfect now. Because I, I don't want to say I still have it, but it's still there. Of me still trying to be perfect for my family. And I'm still trying to make it out, not for, not for them, but for them, if that makes sense. Like, I'm trying to be perfect to impress them so I can make it out or whatever. And once again, there's no say to my family. This is just the way I am at the moment. And I'm trying my best to learn to make mistakes, give myself leeway or whatever. And I'm learning that now. It's not going the way I wish it was, but of course, healing from pasthood trauma or healing from childhood trauma isn't a straight line. So you can have your ups and downs, your all the way arounds, and that's fine. But that's that on me trying to be perfect. That's my anxiety dealing with that. So another another insecurity of mine is you probably hear it like right now is I have a list and I have a stutter and it's really bad when I'm nervous or when I get too excited because I talk too fast <laughs> also so when I get really nervous or really excited excited the list come out really bad and that's one thing I had really second thoughts about starting a podcast about because how the fuck how the fuck am I supposed to be talking to you guys and you can't understand half of what the fuck I'm saying so I'm slowly trying to get over that as well and of course I hate the way I sound everybody hates the way they sound so I'm slowly trying to get over that as well so that's another one of my anxieties fears or insecurities that I'm trying to get over and I guess the last one for today is going to be my insecurity about me being dark skinned and I know some of y'all gonna be like, why is she care about being dark skinned? Like, you look good or whatever. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad you think so. But sometimes, deep down inside, I don't think I am, I don't think I look good enough. And once again, that comes from my childhood trauma about the way 
not the way I was raised because my family loved me regardless. But back in the day, and I feel like a whole bunch of dark skin, dark skin people can relate to this. Growing up, dark skin wasn't desirable. It wasn't deemed beautiful until today's age. And I'm going to be 100% real with you guys. I don't think it's deemed acceptable now. Acceptable now. I believe it's deemed as a fetish. But that's a topic for another podcast, another episode. But growing up dark skin back in the day, I was made fun of, bitch. When I say made fun of, I was made fun of, bitch. I was fighting because you bitch was trying to call me ugly. And growing up with lighter skinned cousins, they got everybody they fucking wanted, but I didn't because I was deemed undesirable. Like, there's this girl I grew to, I went to middle school with. She was dark skinned as well. I'm not saying her name, but we were both made fun of and we were both called like sister and brother even though we did not motherfucking look alike at all but we were like called siblings because we were both dark skinned and not saying nothing wrong with her appearance or whatever but I was like do I just look like everybody else and I'm not trying to cry it got so bad that I used to like I used to try to scrub it off like I used to cry at night because I was so dark skinned and I used to hate it so bad I used to hate going into the sun I used to hate band camp because bitch band camp you're outside all the time like I was I used to hate it so bad that I tried to hide it by making fun of myself before anybody else could make fun of me. Like, I would say, oh my God, bitch, like, I'm so fucking black, bitch, I'm turning purple. Like, shit like that. (laughs) I tried to hide my insecurities by making fun of it. And, calm down, calm down, calm down. It's okay, it's okay, it'll pass. And thinking about it now, it really affects my self-image of myself because I still deal with it today of not being desired or because being dark-skinned is such a quote-unquote thing now, I'm being fetishized for it. So it's hard for me to find people who actually accept me for being dark-skinned, especially trying to do a relationship with somebody and not just being fantasized as being dark-skinned. So the way I'm trying to get over that is I take more pictures of myself and I kiss myself trying to use filters to make me look lighter. And I kiss myself not liking the darker pictures of myself like if I take a picture and I look too dark I delete it and hopefully I really pray that it doesn't sound like I hate it now because I don't I'm accepting I'm learning to accept it 
even though I'm 22 years old, I still have grown out of it. But I'm learning to accept it. That I am dark skinned, but I'm beautiful and black is power. But once again, it's a healing process that I'm trying to go through. And it's harder, it's harder than what I thought it would be. I thought I could just wake up one day and be okay with being dark skinned, but it's not just that. So I'm trying to get over it by taking more pictures of myself, understanding that I am dark skinned. It's okay to be dark skinned. I am this black. Like, and I look myself in the mirror every day and try to say to myself that you're gorgeous. You're a king out here in these streets. And can't nobody tell me shit about the way I look. So. Calm down. Ooh, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. So, yeah, I've been dealing with that. And I know this might sound really weird, but yes, I was doing all this thinking today because I didn't have nothing else to do today. Nothing else to do today. But, um, yeah. But since, damn, sitting here and talking about it, I have too many insecurities, and then I'm done for real. I have insecurity about me being too skinny. I used to hate, 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 hate being called a stick. Bitch, I understand I'm skinny. I understand I'm slim. Like, you don't have to bring that shit up every fucking five seconds. All you need to eat. Like, goddamn, bitch. I am eating. Like, I, growing up, I used to eat so much because I thought I was too skinny. Like, I used to overeat. And I don't feel like this is talked about enough in society for skinny people. But we also have, like, a form of body dysmorphia as well. Because we get called skinny 24 fucking 7. And we get called underweight. Even though, bitch, I might be. But, like, we get taught... It's hurtful to keep hearing, hey, you need to eat. It's hurtful to keep hearing... You need to gain weight. Like, the whole little, oh, if the wind blow, it's going to blow you away. Bitch, I'm still here. Like, it's gotten so bad that currently, I'm not even going to say in the past. Currently, I'm weighing myself every day to see if I gain weight. Like, when I say I was so happy that I finally broke 130, I was so fucking happy. I'll say I was in the 120s for the longest. And when I, when I gain weight, and I know this shouldn't, but it brings me so much happiness because I feel like I'm finally getting into society's beauty, beauty standards. And then me being skinny as a man is even hotter. Or maybe I'm just overthinking it. But to me, it's hard because they be like, oh, I don't want no skinny dude out here. Or I don't want to talk to nobody that I can just suffocate. 
when I lay on them. Or, bitch, you got bones. Like, I don't lay on the bones. Like, goddamn, bitch. Like, to, to, <laughs> like, fuck. <laughs> and I'm slowly trying to heal over that as well. But that one is one of my deepest ones. Like, that one right there, me being too skinny or me being very slender still hurts me to this day and I'm 22 years old and I might sound like a little bitch to admit this but I'm just being honest with myself and honest with you guys it hurts me to this day and I've been trying to go to the gym like every day pushing it and pushing it and pushing it like trying to gain weight but nothing I do ever fucking works even when I was in basic fucking training I gained three pounds, three fucking pounds, and everybody else was fucking bulking up. And I'm just sitting there like, well, <laughs> that's all, folks. Like, <laughs> you're not gaining no weight here. Ooh, I hear dropping shit. But that's my thing about being skinny. And I try to do the same thing, but the same healing process of me being dark skinned. I try to look myself in the mirror and tell me it's okay. But being honest, I'm not ready for that yet. My inner child is still hurting and still crying over that pain. Ooh, this podcast, this episode right here is so sad. Ooh. But yeah, so that's that one and my last one is being more in tune with my feminine side that's still the insecurity of mine as well I have a tendency to cut off my feminine side because once again growing up in the black community a man is not supposed to be feminine or growing up in society in general a man not supposed to be feminine like I code switch I used to code switch a lot especially when I first came out as being gay like I used to talk like this bro like what's up man like nah play I'm good like all this other stuff like deep in my voice and now I'm getting more okay with talking like oh my god girl yes like and or I don't even, I don't, uh, blah, 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 blah. I don't even want to say talking like that, but embracing my feminine side, like, even though I have no butt, but twerking, dressing the way I want to dress, like, expressing myself the way I want to express myself, like, yeah. Just doing simple stuff like that. I'm trying to get better at it. Um, I brought this one crop top. And when I brought that crop top, I cried. Because I'm a crybaby. I cried. Because that's when I realized that I'm actually making growth. I'm actually being okay with being a person I'm becoming. Ooh, ta. Ooh. It's okay. 
and I'm actually okay with being the person I'm becoming. And the person I'm becoming is slowly coming in. He's slowly making himself known. But these little fears, these anxieties, I don't know if anxiety, anxieties is a fucking word, but these fears, this anxiety, and my little insecurities are still kicking my ass some days. And I'm learning to heal from them because back in the day I didn't. I used to just manage them, like, but I'm learning to heal from them. I'm learning to accept my feminine side and accept that it's a part of me. And I'm trying to accept that I'm a, I'm not just masculine, but I'm a good mixture between them both. And it's okay for that. So, yeah. But that's just a little spill about my anxieties, how I've been dealing with them. And to be honest, it came, side note, or whatever, sticky note. Um, I got all this inspiration to talk about it today because my, one of my idols, I won't say idols, but one, somebody I look up to posted a video, I believe it was like three months ago. His name is Tariq Ali. And he's somebody I look up to because I feel like I've been in his shoes before. And he talked about getting over his anxieties. Damn, I keep saying fucking anxieties and not knowing this is a fucking word. But getting over his insecurities and healing from his inner child and why he took like a six month, seven month break from YouTube and social media in general and I realized that if he could talk about it I could talk about it as well and hopefully I can reach out to some people who are dealing with the same thing I'm dealing with and help them inspire them to talk about it as well and I know this is only my second episode and I know it's kind of sad me over here just talking about a sad bitch I am sometimes but hopefully this help you guys like heal and accept that you're not perfect like it's okay to have a list it's okay to be skinny it's okay to be feminine if you're a man it's gonna be masculine if you're a woman like it's okay to be you and you start loving who you are. So yeah, that's my little my little spiel for today. Um, I think that's it. Oh my God, no tears, but some were coming. <laughs> some were coming. You have to calm down, but it's okay, Kelvin. It's okay. Um. So yeah, that's it. Thank you for paying attention. God damn, this fucking podcast is 36 minutes long. Oh, wow. If you made it this far, thank you so much. Follow me on my Instagram and on my on my Instagram because that's all I have. Follow me on Instagram and my Snap. I will put it in the description below. Or whatever. What's up, like a YouTuber? In the description below. 
I'll put it there and thank you for being here. <laughs> Damn bitch pause. <laughs> and boo. <laughs>